0: This is Julia Ling. I play Anna, Wu and Chuck, and you're listening to Chuck. This is the podcast.
1: Hi, my name is Graham Jones, but you can call me Gray. This is my show. It's about Chuck. It's filled with interviews, the latest news, crazy co hosts, and spoilers that'll make your day. Oh, wait, wait, I need to go back. I host these TV nights. They used to be pretty boring, but everything changed when I found NBC's new show, Chuck. Pretty soon my TV night got pretty crowded Guys I didn't even know were showing up the door Big important guys, really scary, nasty, get killed for hosting them guys Next thing I know these super episodes are downloaded into my brain Which means every moment of my life I'm thinking about Chuck ChuckTV.net sent their top people to protect me That's Mel and Liz, they're pretty zany They co-host with me now as a cover So now I must welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast The number one TV podcast for NBC's Chuck this is Gray.
2: This is Mel. And this is Liz.
1: And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, Episode 31, for Friday, November 13th, 2009. Today's podcast is a special interactive Q&A episode featuring answers to fan questions from us and Julia Ling. And before we get to the questions, we have some news to cover.
2: We have some big news this time. NBC has ordered six additional episodes of Chuck. For season three, which brings the total count up to nineteen for season three. And we've had a lot of questions about what that means for the the storyline itself. And you know, we talked with Phil Klemmer in our last podcast and he we posited the question, you know, what if you get additional episodes? And at that point he said that um, you know, additional episodes, they just may be treated as a mini season after the current thirteen episode arc. So it and it depended a lot on the, you know, the timing of when the order was made and all, all kinds of things. So, you know, I, we'll have to wait and see how it happens, but we do know that they've already got nine episodes in the can and start production on the 10th this week, so it'll be, uh, we're not sure what kind of an impact that additional episodes will have other than making us happy to have them. And also having those extra episodes, uh, speculation is that this means we'll see Chuck on the air in January with a break for the Olympics, but NBC is not confirming anything other than the March start date at this point. So we'll just have to wait and see what they decide
3: to do there, but hooray six additional episodes.
1: Mm, That's awesome.
3: Hopefully they do come back in January. If not though, more exciting news would be that the DVDs for season two will be available January 5th. So that's pretty exciting. Everybody's been waiting for that too. In addition to all 22 season two episodes, the sixth disc set, or four discs if you're buying Blu-ray, includes the following bonus features. Truth Spies and Regular Guys, Exploring the Mythology of Chuck, Dude in Distress, Exploring some of this season's best action sequences, Chuck versus the webis- Webisodes, web-originated mini featurettes, Chuck, a real-life Captain Awesome's tips for being awesome. John Casey Presents, So You Want to Be a Deadly Spy? Declassified (laughs) Scenes, and my personal favorite, The Gag Reel. I love the titles. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Of course, the UK has this already, um, and we've seen a few of the portions leaked. It looks like a really, really good DVD. And it should be noted, obviously, the first season DVD was only 13 episodes, and this is 22. Mm -hmm. So there's a a lot more content on the Season 2 DVD or Blu-ray.
2: And it sounds like the extras are going to be phenomenal. I'm really looking forward to John Casey's guide to How to Become a Deadly Spy. Yeah. I think I'll make it notes. Yeah.
1: And really, really exciting. Um, I don't know if you caught the premiere of V, but it looks like a great show. And Mm -hmm. it's going to get even greater because Chuck, executive Mm -hmm. producer and writer Scott Rosenbaum, has signed a two-year deal with Warner Brothers. Congratulations on that. It, it's uh, reported to be a seven-figure deal, and that's not uh, including the decimal point. Um, and <laughs> and that's because he's been given the reins to the updated V-series on ABC. That means he's show-running the show. He's the creative head honcho. Um, production on the new episodes resumes in January, and so it's assumed that he's going to continue with Chuck at least until... The first 13 episodes are finished. I'm so excited about that because I I think that he is obviously incredibly talented. But, he, you know, for Chucksters, he's got our flavor in mind. Yes. And if he can bring that to V, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with it because I really, I enjoyed the season premiere. But I have heard that the next couple of episodes maybe aren't quite up to what ABC wanted up to their standards. So I think bringing uh, Skeeter in is a really good idea that he's going to really help with that. Yep. Get it. Keep it on track.
1: And I should mention that he, he tweeted about it and he specifically tweeted that you've got to be patient and wait for at least the fourth, fifth episode because he said that they're going to spin it in a whole new direction and it's just going to get into second gear. And so mm. I really urge everybody to to stick with it at least until you see uh, what Scott Rosenbaum does with with the show.
2: And other interesting news: Zachary Levi directed episode three hundred nine, Chuck versus the Beard, um, last week. And judging by all the photos and Twitter comments coming from the set, it was a good experience all the way around. We have photos from the set plus news about a guest star for that episode posted at ChuckTV.net. And I would just like to point out that we posted that before. Michael Asciallo at EW.com posted his quote-unquote red-hot Chuck Scoop with that that same information. Just putting that out there. (laughs) We were first.
1: Well, we know if you want red-hot Chuck Scoops, you go to ChuckTV.net.
3: That's right.
2: exactly.
1: And now it's time to call the multi-talented, butt-kicking, possibly secret agent, Julia Ling.
4: Hello.
1: Hey, Julia. How you doing? It's Gray here with Mel and Liz. Hi,
4: Gray.
0: How are you?
1: Doing great.
0: And Mel and Liz. Hi, Hi everyone. Julia. Long time. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. So are we. Me
0: too.
1: So, where are you now?
0: I am sitting at this beautiful, um, in at this beautiful Ritz Carlton in Dallas, and it's so pretty here.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the weather like down there?
0: Beautiful.
3: How are you guys? Uh, doing great. Very fine. Very fine. It's really nice here, too. You mentioned that it's beautiful where you are. And for a change here in the Midwest, it's the same way. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: you guys have developed your stuff so much. I mean, I've been keeping
2: up with your website and everything. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about uh, the additional episode order and uh, the possibility oh, yes, of the yes. show coming back a little earlier. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, and we're really loving these interactive podcasts. It's it's really neat. It's a little harder on our end to keep track of everything. But we have questions that pop in (laughs) on Twitter. And we have other ones that come up in the email and, and, uh, and people feel a little, little more interactive, um, which is really, really cool.
0: How awesome is Twitter, <laughs> right? It's very and cool. And Facebook and, yeah, yeah and all, all that stuff that, you know, you could just get so much more interaction. I love it.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, and on that note, do you have a Twitter handle that, that you want people to uh, follow?
0: I do have the Twitter, um, just my name, Julia Ling, but um, I'm so bad at updating it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I totally don't mind people following it. It is me
1: right well i'm sure yeah. you'll get a whole bunch of those in the next couple of days <laughs> <laughs> cool so um the one question that did come in and and i know we had had mentioned that we had sort of an embargo on season 3 questions but is there anything that you can say about season 3
0: i don't know <laughs> there's so much that <laughs> i wish i knew um you know even when i was pretty you know much more on the show um i still didn't know it was always like a script by script basis so um i had just heard that they said that and we will be back um but i haven't i haven't heard that and i just don't know when or how and i don't know exactly what's going on yeah <laughs> but you know but i stay in touch with my friends um on the show and um, everyone there seems to be having a great time. Um, Everyone says it's a blast and it seems like things are, you know, they're they're so comfortable with creating now that it sounds like there's a lot of exciting things that are coming up. And there's got to be because, you know, the episode pick up. So I'm so excited to watch <laughs> the show and see what all they have in store. Yeah. And I'm really curious what Adam's what going to be doing.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, outside of Chuck, uh, what have you been up to since season two wrapped?
0: Well, right now I'm in Dallas. I'm filming a new show um, for ABC Fox called The Deep End. Um, And uh, I got this scene with Clancy Brown, which is really funny. I just just watched Shawshank Redemption last week and he was in the movie. And then here he is right in front of me. Wow. Really good stuff. And um, working on some stuff. We're going to film some stuff for uh, Germany TV. And when I get back into l a mm-hmm. and um also I'm gonna work on the uh, the attack of the show for G four. That's gonna be really fun. it's it's all oh, all geek <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all geek, all gaming, um you know, right along my alley of Dungeons and Dragons. We're gonna be playing D and d on the show. Um I think that airs december 29th um, just, you know, having a great time just um cooking a lot, learning how to cook. <laughs> and a lot of dancing and singing, uh, writing my own songs, so hopefully we'll have something recorded by the end of the year.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool.
1: And uh, nice. I, I noticed on IMDb uh, a couple of films, Cinder and Love Sick Diaries, uh, High School and Dead Reckoning as well. Um, uh, th- those are all things that you've done pretty recently?
0: Yeah, there, there are a lot of that, you know, indie films here and there that I've worked on in the past, and then they just kind of popped up
4: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I like, totally forgot they existed but High School is a really <laughs> awesome movie um, that one is that one is coming out next um, year I think 10, a stoner movie starring Michael Chiklis from The Shield and Adrian Brody and some mm-hmm. pretty pretty awesome people um, and that was really fun to shoot <laughs> so, so I can't wait to see that very cool did, did we talk about that before high school? Mm. I think
2: you and I maybe we... chatted about it a little bit via email. Oh, Julia, this is Mel. I think when I was oh. I was asking you, um, oh, there that uh, magazine from England wanted to get in touch with you. And I think you had mentioned ah. it in that email. So, yes. but not in an official interview. Well,
0: yeah. high school <laughs> is so fun to, because sh- <laughs> we went <laughs> over to Michigan and it was my first time learning what, you know, living with snowstorms was like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, welcome to the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It was crazy. They gave me a... a uh, a rental car and they gave me the keys to it and they said oh your, your car is parked somewhere in the parking lot you know outside the hotel and here's your keys and then the next morning i go out and every single car is covered under like 30 inches of snow so i had no idea where my car was what it looked like where it was parked so the first like literally first day i was in michigan i was cold freezing and like slowly crawling around the entire like Parking lot, looking under cars to see, you know, pressing my clicker to see if there was like a, any lights that would go off. Trying to find my, <laughs> uh, <laughs> learned to shovel. <laughs> I learned to shovel snow off of my car, and it was great. We were we shot um, this scene that was kind of like a summer spring scene, and it, it looked sunny, and the snow hadn't come in yet for this scene, um, and. So I was in kind of like short sleeves and it was really cold. And then in the scene I get in a car accident and there's ice cream that gets splattered on my face. I just remember so the prop so... guy <laughs> I just remember the prop guy coming up to me and he's just like, Juliet, don't worry, we're just gonna have to apply this ice cream on your face once because it's just not gonna melt off your face.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: I think it was like um I don't know, twelve degrees or well below freezing. It was like such wow. a blast.
1: <laughs> well, how how in general do you find the the experience with indie films? Because you've done quite a few indie films compared to, say, higher budget TV shows or, or that kind of thing that you do.
0: Indie films definitely take a lot more passion and teamwork. It seems. I mean, anyway, I guess all projects take take a lot of teamwork, but but indie films are just. I think it just takes um, a lot of love and passion and people have to really want to make it happen because there's not a lot of the same kind of resources that you get, you know, versus like, say, if you, you were on a studio feature or a show. Um, and so everyone's just got to really, really um, put everything a hundred percent into it to make it work. Um, and oftentimes because of this or such passion, um, a lot of really cool discoveries get made and I can't really explain that but on an artistic level I really see a lot more um, you know creativity kind of things get discovered along the journey like during shooting actually
1: mm-hmm. so um, so moving on to I guess we'd start the uh, the Twitter and email questions uh, Mel do you want to uh, take one of them from the list?
2: Sure. Let me ask the the one from Ardvark because um, I have to apologize to him because last time I called him a, a she, so mea culpa on that one. But he wanted called to know. Away. I I called him a, a she. I didn't realize that Ardvark was a he because oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get even about this because he he wrote a guest article for us on a uh, checktv.net about the chuck and sarah relationship that was so uh well thought out and rational that i just assumed it was <laughs> <female>. <laughs> <laughs> so my fault sorry yeah. anyway our park said um yeah. back in season two in chuck versus the breakup anna ended up fighting mitt michael strand in the cage and Then Casey, witnessing her abilities, makes a call, presumably to the NSA, asking for a background check and hinting at possible recruitment. So his question is, do you think this was a throwaway line, or has there ever been any indication from the production staff that this was meant to lead to something more?
4: You know, I think it
0: could totally go both ways, and this is why I think the writers are so brilliant, because they leave so many things kind of, you know, unanswered, kind of, but in a good way. And um, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like it's a throwaway line. I, I honestly feel like it's a throwaway line. Um, but just the, yeah. the the idea that, you know, um, there, there's a little dream going on um, there. I mean, it was really funny. It was really funny that Casey actually said that. And I think it was, it was part of the comedic um, timing, you know, between him and Chuck that just made that so funny. Um, mm-hmm. But, that would be so awesome if Anna's, like, off in Hawaii, just, like, training, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? That's, yeah, but it leaves so much to explore, and I love it.
2: That's one of the favorite theories among Chuck fans is that Anna is off in, you know, her doing her fledging, fledgling NSA training under Casey, Casey and Sarah, but she has to keep it a secret from Morgan.
0: Speaking of training, yeah. I have to share this. I am so freaking excited. There's two things I've always wanted to do in my life, and one is one of those kind of police futuristic simulators where you get to go in and like mm-hmm. you know literally shoot bad guys under like a kind of like a great big video games you mm-hmm. know scene, um, mm-hmm. and. LAPD has invited me to do that because um, when awesome. I get back in from Dallas, they have um, they're presenting their um, annual sports awards, and they've asked me to present the awards for them. And in exchange, they're offering for me to play in this great big simulator, and um, it's like a dream come true for me. So I'm going to get training, you know, officer orders. Um, I'm going to get to go to the gun range and um, just learn how to dodge and shoot and, you know, do all that great stuff in the simulator. So that's awesome. And the second thing is I've always wanted to do a military obstacle course. Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen, too, in December at Camp Pendleton. So fingers
4: crossed. Wow. So in real life,
0: I'm actually really, yeah, I'm actually really so stoked. And um, it does bring back a lot of Anna Wu memories.
1: (laughs) Very cool,
0: okay, who knows she's probably in Hawaii doing
2: that probably
1: very cool <laughs> yeah. so uh, and and actually that leads to uh, I know you spoke quite a bit uh in our previous interview uh, mel's previous interview with you about your martial arts training, but we've we've still continued to get more questions about it, and um sherry uh in particular asks. Though you didn't work much with Yvonne in season two, did you two ever get to practice kung fu or martial arts together? In particularly the the stunt preparation, were you ever preparing stunts together with uh, with Yvonne?
0: Not Yvonne, not together. But we were together when we both practiced for our own stunts, and so we kind of watched each other do it and had a great. Mutual respect and admiration for each other. I love Yvonne. I mean, we were both dancers. We had, we both have dance bra- backgrounds, and um, you know, so we picked things. And she's just amazing. I mean, she's so flexible and talented, and so it's fun watching her in action. <laughs> I
1: love it. <laughs> cool. And uh, and Philippa asks. Um, she she's done two years of Taekwondo and she loves Tai Chi. Uh, she mentions it's like a deadly ballet. Uh, and she's wondering if you could speak in particular about the disciplines that you've studied, the ver- the various ones.
0: Yeah, I've studied some Kung Fu, the animal styles. Um, and most of that's the Shaolin stuff, which is pretty intense. Um, you have to, you know, train extreme strength and extreme flexibility. And then I switched over to Wushu, which is a lot more flashy, and I did the staff and the straight sword. Um, wanted to learn some trisectionals and nunchuck type things. Um, And then we never got into that because then we started working on the fan, which is like this old... I learned this, actually, learning the fan, was uh, way back in China a long time ago, the government didn't want the civilians to learn martial arts because they thought that the civilians would overthrow the government. So these guys wanted to protect themselves so they would pretend that they were just dancing, and but then every move um, is actually a deadly move that right? you can really take someone down. And the fans that they used looked really, you know, elegant and beautiful, but it was actually made out of steel. So and and that when you in the fan, it becomes like a great big blade and could just slice someone open. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started just working with that, um, and I've got this. Um, Working on that, putting that together, and then I just kind of switched over to uh, ballet dancing and stuff. And there's a lot of Tai Chi background there, and she's she's absolutely right about that. Um, and I think it's it's really changed a lot of the way I um, do things athletically because it really trains you how to breathe differently. And mm-hmm. channel your energy um, differently. and I can't explain it either, but it's a really amazing experience. Kind of
1: tied to you. Very cool. And and how much has um has your professional work in uh, in TV opened up uh, opportunities for that? I know I know you spoke about uh, the Jackie Chan disciples, um and uh, uh, and that kind of thing. But have you have you had much of a need for your stunt work outside of Chuck, or is or is this the the biggest place that you've used it?
0: Well, it definitely helps. And, you know, I love action, and I love martial arts, and I love dancing. So my dreams are to do action movies. And um, it it definitely helped. Like, when I worked on my, um, the video game Command & Conquer, Red Alert 3, or Uprising, it was, um, I played this kind of girl with telepathic powers, and during the photo shoot, there was a lot of kind of, very martial artsy poses, and you—you you had to, you know, you were just moving, posing, moving, posing while they were shooting you. Um, and and I, could, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't trained in martial arts. And um, it was—it was definitely helpful. Um, and I don't know if it was because of my background that they wanted me to play this character, but but it definitely was helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. Mel, uh, Sherry's got a question about uh, dance. Do you want to take that one?
2: Um, What is your favorite style of dance? And would you ever want to be on a Dancing with the Stars type show?
0: I would love to be on that show. (laughs) I am (laughs) currently learning new stuff. Um, I actually, in the last couple of years, just got into belly dancing, pole dancing, and salsa. But all my life I've grown up doing the Chinese folk dancing. There's a lot of um, ribbon, umbrella, a lot of props. I mean, it's so beautiful, very fairy-like, ethereal stuff, extremely graceful, and just my favorite thing to do in the world. And then I started doing some ballet, and there's a lot of jazz, modern, um, I learned some tap dancing, um, ballroom, mm-hmm. waltz. So I love dancing. <laughs> I've never done swings, but I think I would really love to be swung around by some really hot guy.
2: Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, and, and swing just seems to be a really fun style of dance.
2: Yeah. It really
4: does.
0: Definitely. If they asked me to be on, like, one of those dancing shows, yeah, in a heartbeat.
4: <laughs> yeah. All right, Especially put the, the word out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Now, uh, in, in our last interview with you, you, you spoke about how um, there weren't really a lot of uh, practical jokes on the set. But uh, that was I think over a year ago. so since then, um, have you noticed more of that kind of thing on the set, or any funny stories you can tell us from behind the scenes?
0: Did you guys find any because I know you also like talk to the other members right because i'm I'm dying to know what because you know, I usually hang out with the Buy more <laughs> set, and um so I don't know like i don't I don't really go to the location shoots where they have like the main the the chuck um the, the more dramatic action stuff. And so I'm just dying to know if they play pranks on each other there.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard of any actual pranks, but the impression I get is just that it's more goofiness. Like just people kind of goofing off.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, are we really that boring? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of singing and dancing that goes on between the takes is what it sounds like to us.
0: Yeah, I figured we'd be a lot more evil, but I guess not. I mean <laughs> I guess we're just That's all what happens nerds. when you're on a show we're, with nice people. We're just all nerds after all. We're we're just nice, sweet, musical nerds that just dance and sing and play guitar hero or rock band. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, so other than um, VR simulations and military simulations ha- happening in the next couple of months, wh- what's what's on the agenda for you looking into two thousand and ten?
0: Um, yeah, I haven't planned that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am mean, pretty booked to December, and I think the first thing that it, when this year ends is I think I would really like to take a vacation.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they worked so hard no. this year. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, yeah. I think you deserve a vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I know this show, um, the one that I'm working on right now, The Deep End, it starts airing sometime next year. Sometime around April is what I've heard, but they don't have an actual air date. I'm really excited because it seems like such a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. Um, and my role is really intense. It's total opposite of Buy More. Um, you know, I play a... Pregnant, extremely pregnant girl from China, terrible accent. Her fiance is all American, and he um, he gets killed in the war, and she's getting deported, and she's fighting for her child to have, um, you know, to get born in America. So it's extremely, very emotionally draining. Yeah, um, and it just and everyone on the cast is great. You know, my scenes are with Matt Long and Clancy Brown. Um, and just a great set. it was kind of a studio 60 reunion for me too, because Timothy Busfield is directing again and he, he was you know regular as well as a director on Studio 60. Um, so it's just I'm so happy to be here and work with such great people here as well.
1: Great.
2: Well, that does sound interesting.-hmm.
1: Um, I, I think that's all the questions we have from Twitter and email. Uh, Mel and Liz, do you have any other other questions?
3: Mm, n- no, Just uh, next time you're in the Midwest, give a shout out. We'll show you around Chicago. Yeah, oh, you're Chicago. I am. Yeah. I thought you were like in Massachusetts or something for some reason. Uh, no, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't tell by my Chicago accent.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I've always wanted to go to Chicago.
1: <laughs> well, and awesome. if you're in Toronto, you can come uh, see the town here and uh, and. If you're, if in, you're Kansas. in small town Kansas,
4: <laughs> awesome! For
0: some reason you find yourself in Kansas. Wow, so we're just kind of like covering all the bases here on this phone call.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the internet, oh, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, oh, you guys are so wonderful.
1: Cool. So, do you have any projects uh, or other activities, charities that you would like to promote?
0: Not at the moment. Writing some books and I'm producing a documentary. Um, and not oh. at the moment. My my album is not not together yet. Um, I feel like everything will be next year. Um, and there will be a good time to really share that. But I don't really want to say anything yet until it's at the the proper
2: place. Well, definitely let us know. Yeah, it sounds like
1: you've yeah. got a
0: lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot I, I already wrote. Yeah, I I, wrote, I finished writing two songs, and we're going to record the first one fairly soon, hopefully. And then um, I've got this idea for this music video. So I don't know. There's so much exciting stuff going on, but it's all in the making right now.
2: Cool. cool. You're yeah. like the busiest woman I know. <laughs> just, um, just, you always amaze your... me.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, you guys are so amazing too, and then I just found out a little bit about Gray. <laughs> you guys are awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I love thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I thank really, you, I
0: really Julia. hope to come out and, and meet you guys.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be that'd be yeah. awesome.
1: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't take any more of your time. Um, and thanks so much for uh, talking with us. It's always, always, always a pleasure.
4: Oh, thank thanks, you so Julia. much.
0: All right, take care. Talk soon. Okay. Take
1: care, Julia. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye bye.
4: Bye.
2: I love asking her what she's doing because oh, yeah. she has like 50. 50- Fifteen different things and you know, it wouldn't surprise me if she's like like next time we ask her, she's like, Well, I'm uh designing a clothing line and opening a restaurant and yeah. you know,
3: climbing Mount Everest. I mean yeah. she's just, it's just now, if thing. she were to go on dancing with the stars, I would watch. Oh, she'd yeah. nail it. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Depends on if it's on opposite check. <clears throat> well, that's but, true. Um, that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah. She'd she'd probably win that.
1: So uh we wanna Thank you, everybody, for submitting your questions by Twitter and email. And so moving right along, we're we're going to close out the show. We do want to remind everybody that we've got an email list that I do send out as often as I can uh, with reminders about uh, voting and new podcast releases. Uh, we want to remind everybody, especially with the Christmas and Hanukkah buying season coming up, that uh, if you want to buy Chuck-themed items, please do so through Chuckazon. You can get uh, any Chuck items from Amazon. Um, on our Chuck is on site, and it and it gives us a little bit of a kickback, uh, as well as a great gift for Chucksters would be uh, Chuck TV or uh, Chuck versus podcast merchandise, which you can get uh, through either of our sites.
2: And of course, remember to check out Chuck. That's our um, little campaign we're running to donate season one on dvd to your local library or if your local library already has one you know check around in uh, surrounding communities and see if maybe they could use a copy of season one on dvd uh, that's Checkout check out chuck and you can find more information about that on checktv.net
1: hmm and we want to remind you to check out our sponsors we're of course um, sponsored in part by movie morons podcast and by syrianjunkies.de. So you can see the links on chuckpodcast.com on the right-hand side. Uh, Please check them out. Uh, They're both great sources for info. The Movie Morons podcast is a great sort of quirky look at films and and filmness. And Syrian Junkies is the hugest, I I think it's the biggest uh, German TV website?
2: Yeah, I believe so. They're enormous.
1: And, and it's a great site. I, I only read a little German, but what I've read, it looks really cool. So check out our sponsors, and uh, that helps us too.
2: And if you don't want to hear any spoilers, now's the time for us to wish you a farewell. We do have um, more cool stuff coming up on future podcast episodes, but, so make sure to subscribe or at least bookmark chuckpodcast.com. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: And we're back. Liz, you've got some spoilers for us.
3: Yes, in the form of casting calls for episode 310, Chuck versus the Tic Tac. Um, <laughs> yeah, interesting, huh? I wonder. Hmm. A little microchip in mm. a Tic Tac? I don't know. <laughs> it'll be uh, minty fresh. It'll be minty fresh. Um, not medicine-y. Uh, first up <laughs> is a call for Colonel James Keller this would be a 55 year old but needs to be able to play younger in flashbacks so this is a military man for life yet relatable and casual despite his his rank this is a guest starring role all ethn eth- i can't say that word <laughs> ethnicity ethnicities thank
2: you <laughs> yeah mm. ah, so, so- the, the fact that he has to be able to play younger in flashbacks and he's a military man, does anybody else suspect this
3: is a Casey episode?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could very well be.
3: Yeah. Let's see. Next up would be Stanley Fitzroy, who's about mid-30s, shockingly short, but not a little person. Total geek. Um, guest star, possibly uh, just a one-day guest star. Um, again, all, all ethnicities. Shockingly
1: uh, short.
2: Shockingly
3: <laughs> short, but not a little person. Yeah. So some
2: people have suggested Danny Strong, mm-hmm. who was uh, he was in Buffy. He was mm-hmm. one of the the terrible trio, or whatever oh, okay. they finally decided their name was. So and uh, that seems to be getting a lot of traction. Well,
3: anyway, he's got to be a total geek, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that should be fun. Unfortunately, Uh, Gray is too tall. (laughs) Way too tall. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. There's a call for Kathleen McHugh, who is 40-year-old, attractive and sexy, strong, independent. Um, Think Connie Britton as a prototype. This would also be a guest starring, um, maybe one day guest starring role. Mm -hmm. That is a brilliant um,
2: description. Think Connie Britton as a prototype. Of course, she plays... um, mrs coach on friday night lights Mm -hmm. she is awesome Mm. so i love it that they're using her as their uh their
3: reference point for that character Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah attractive and sexy 40 Hmm. Mm. well i'm drawing a blank alex coburn 25 year old young marine six foot two or six foot four ish right around there um, of course, who comes to mind when you think when you when you read this? Athletic build, brown hair, blue eyes. This would be a co-star. Yeah, mm. who comes? Who comes to mind? Twenty-five, six foot two, six foot four. Mm. Matt Bomer. Well, he's not quite that tall. And he's not that tall. And he's kind of busy.
1: Yeah, he is kind of busy. Which um, I do want to say, White Collar is a great show.
2: It's excellent, isn't it?
3: Excellent. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. I don't know.
1: Well, um, I, I look forward to seeing all these guest stars. It's it's always so much fun to see who they end up casting for these various roles.
2: Yeah, the reality of it versus what we're thinking in our head when we're reading the casting call. Mm. It's, uh, it's always interesting. But
1: Yep. So I guess uh, that's it for this episode. All right. We want to thank everybody for your questions, and please keep them coming. We want to get lots more listener emails in the next few weeks.
2: Absolutely. That's right. And we have, again, we've got some more cool stuff coming up on the podcast. So be sure to subscribe or bookmark. And don't forget to vote for us at com, And uh, leave comments on the site and at iTunes.
1: Mm-hmm. So see you next time.
3: All right. See take ya. care.